Everybody say, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of good stuff. <laughs> All right, Pam added, that's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, woo. Are you guys okay? You got time for me to read one verse to you? All right. I'm going to read one verse in Jesus' name. Um, Val was saying she got a word while we were up here praying that she felt God was really wanting to release courage and stamina to the kids as they go back to school this year. Um, So as you're praying for the kids uh, and what they're learning here, what they're learning in school, what the parents, what what families are depositing into kids, that's something you could specifically write down and be praying in agreement with that. Lord, release courage and stamina to our kids. Uh, How many of you know there's enough storms going on in this world right now that our kids need some stamina? And they need some courage. They need to be able to stand up and let the light that's inside of them shine and be the salt and the light that Jesus has called them to be. And one of the ways that happens, it doesn't make sense in the natural, but supernaturally, one of the ways that happens is when the people of God pray for the next generation. So I'm just believing that as we pray this year, God is going to deposit something into the kids. Um, we actually we started a new series last week called Done. And we were talking about things that Jesus has already accomplished in us that continues to provide. And, and I just wanted to share one thought, one nugget today as we wrapped up and as we prayed with the kids. Uh, Jesus really leveled the playing field. That's, Jesus produced everything that he promised, every reason that he came to do, that the gifts that he gave to us, uh, it was ratified by the cross. It was empowered. Everything that Jesus said, I came to do, the cross made it a reality. And last week we talked about he came to seek and to save the lost. That was one of the par- part of his mission, and the cross made that a reality. And today I wanted to just share with you, Jesus came to level the playing field. And one of the ways he did that is he elevated those who had been marginalized. And one of the reasons that I felt like this was appropriate for this morning is because how many of you know sometimes kids get forgotten? They get marginalized. How many of you grew up in a household where kids should be seen but not heard? All right, three people are older than me. You heard that. Come on, that's, that's a reality sometimes. It's like the kids get the short end of the stick. You go sit in the corner. Please be quiet. The adults are here now. And Jesus came at a time when there were a whole lot of different segments of society that had been marginalized, whether it was children or women or people who weren't Jewish or sinners. There were people that had been swept over into the corner, and Jesus came to elevate them and level the playing field. And he especially lifted up the concept of being like a child. And that, that's the verse I want to read today before we go. Uh, Matthew chapter 19, verse 13 It says, one day some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them, but the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. And there is a translation that I read that says, one day at New Life Fellowship, the church decided to take some time to hear from the kids and pray for them, but some people in the church began to say, why are we doing this? You don't have a translation that says that? Maybe that was just what I was thinking about this morning. Uh, They were thinking, why are we doing this? The kids don't sit still. The kids make a mess. The kids are loud. They're distracting. The kids, come on, can we we do something that's for everybody else now? The, The adults are here. Come on, the kids really don't understand what's going on. How many of you have ever heard that one time as a reason to keep the kids out on the side? And the kids are not the church of the future. The kids are part of the church right now. Come on, there is something about it. God didn't look at the kids back there in, in our kids' encounter wing, and he didn't say, okay, because you're young or you're short or you're small, I'm going to give you the junior Holy Spirit. 
I'm just going to save you a little bit. And then later on, you'll get the full deal. God made them. God saved them. The sooner that kids can own their faith, the more amazing it is because they realize the same gift he gave to everybody else in the room, he gave to me too. How, How many adults in this room wish that you would have grasped, understood, and owned your own faith earlier than you did in life? Come on, like, oh man, I, I didn't get saved till I was 18. Man, I've wasted 18 years. If only I would have known back then. There's something about kids knowing who they are right now and that they are part of what God is doing in this house. And so the disciples were upset though. Hey, these kids, are, they're, they're messing with what we're trying to do with Jesus. Don't you know we're trying to have a meeting here? And the kids were coming, the parents were bringing them, and Jesus actually scolded them a little bit. Jesus said to them in verse 14, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. We should all want to see heaven released in our lives. And one of the ways that happens is by becoming like a child. In in fact, in Matthew 18, Jesus says, we must become like little children. And when when Jesus said that, I almost hear that's like, how many of you remember the story of Nicodemus when Jesus said you have to be born again? And Nicodemus is like, how do I do that? Like, how do you get born again? Do you go into your mother's womb again? It's almost like that where Jesus turns around and says, you have to become like little children. And you're thinking... How do I do that? I'm, I'm old now. I'm bigger now. I can't fit in kids' clothes again. I can't even fit in the clothes I wore last year, let alone when I was a kid. How do I become like a little child? I don't necessarily have chapter and verse to prove this, but I'm going to give you something that is my personal opinion or observation right now. I think kids interact with the supernatural and the kingdom of God far more than we ever give them credit for. And they do that, they continue to experience that until we teach it out of them. Oh, you're, you're, hearing, you're hearing noises at night or you think there's monsters in the room? That's, that's nothing, that's just the wind. How about if we said, hey, you've got authority because you're a child of God to say, hey, no more noises, no more monsters, no more whatever. Come on, there, there are things that I think kids are in tune with that over the years we tell them, well, it doesn't really work that way. You don't understand logic. You don't understand the natural world. And we teach the supernatural out of them. And Jesus says we have to become like little children to experience the kingdom of God. The kingdom actually belongs to those type of people that are childlike. Uh, the, the Amplified says that the connotation of becoming like children is to become trusting, to become lowly or humble, to become loving and forgiving. How many of you know those are aspects that children have? That there's, there's nothing about, you know, I didn't, I didn't say one day like, hey, you need to understand what it means to forgive people. When my kids were little, they're just like, Oh, dad, like, it's okay. They, they just, they're very forgiving. They're very loving. They're very trusting. Oh, dad, whatever you say, that must be true. Come on. What if we had that attitude towards all the promises that God has made to us? God, I don't, I don't even understand it all, but I'm going to trust you that it's true. I, I don't understand the theology behind it, but I see this promise that you said this works. Okay, I'm just going to take a step of faith and I'm going to believe that you're going to do what you said you're going to do. Come on, I am... I am all about learning. I'm all about knowledge. I love to talk theology with people. But if our knowledge of theology prevents us from being childlike, we're missing out a lot 
we are missing what the promises of God are to us. We're missing opportunities to see the kingdom come because it belongs to those that are like little children. Imagine if everybody in this room, just come on, forget for a second the whole church at large or the world outside of these doors. What if just everybody in this room this morning got to a point of such childlike faith that we could release the kingdom of God everywhere we went? that we saw heaven come in every circumstance and situation, if we got childlike to the point where we just believed and trusted. Even as you're continuing, as we continue to pray for the students that we blessed this morning and the teachers, what I would like us to take some time to meditate on this week is how do I become like a child? That's, I just... Whatever time you have with Jesus this week, whatever prayer time, whatever meditation, I just want us to ask that question of the Lord. God, is, is there a place in my life where I've gotten so adult-like, that I've got things together, that I've squeezed you out of the equation? And Lord, how do I get back to that place of being like a child? Lord, help us. Show us, Lord Jesus, what it means to be in that place of simple trust where we forgive people, where we love people, just like you did, Lord God, just like children do. Man, Lord, help us. Where we think that we grow past our need to be trusting and dependent on you. go ahead and stand together. We're, we're going to worship Jesus in just a second as we go and from this place. And if, if you're here or you're watching online and you've never started a relationship with Jesus, you don't know what it looks like to be a child or an adult in the kingdom of God. You don't know what it means to, to know him at all. This is a great day and moment to do that. Just There is something childlike about starting a relationship with Jesus. Just to say, Lord, I don't even understand it all, but I know that what you did on the cross, that was for me somehow. And I'm going to trust that you are who you said you are. You are the son of God, that you came to this earth, that you died on the cross and you rose again. In that moment, that childlike faith, there's something that happens in our heart. The Bible calls it being born again. If you need to do that this morning, I just encourage you, take a moment just to make that real with Jesus, right where you're sitting or where you're watching, and then let someone know. How many of you know that's an important part of starting a relationship with Jesus, is to let somebody else know, like, I did that, I need help, I don't understand it all, show me what's going on. So take some time, if you did that today, let us know, come up and see us afterwards, or send us a note if you're watching online, we'd love to connect with you. Lord Jesus, here we are. Use us to show the world what it means to trust you and to follow you. Lord, let our lives be a testimony and an example of your goodness, of your love for us and your love for the world. The same things that people felt when you walked in the room, Lord Jesus, that love, that forgiveness, that affirmation, let people feel that when we walk in the room because you are with us. Lord, we don't want that for our own reputation, but we want that so that Jesus, your name will be made famous in all the earth.